This episode of Fight Stories is brought to you by Absolute Nature CBD, bringing you the finest in all-natural, all-organic CBD oil and CBD oil products. Check out AbsoluteNatureCBD.com. Plug in the, the old promo code Goon Squad. You're going to get that sweet, sweet 40% discount now and forever. It's the way to do it, boys. Get, a, get in on the action while you can. because uh... Yeah, don't be, don't be plugging in that old promo code. That's right. You're cutting yourself short. Get that new promo code shit. <laughs> While you're at it, head over to our other sponsor. I think it's the same. It's the same promo code. You know, so <laughs> yeah, if you listen to like a first episode, we'll put in the twenty percent, and they get a forty percent, and they'll just think that they're really, that they're really gaming the system. You know, it's gonna blow your mind. <laughs> <laughs> While you're at it, head over to our friends at Uncle Ronnie's Teabag.com. Hook yourself up with some sick fight stories merch. You can get fight stories T-shirts, fight stories masks. You name it, we get all kinds of crazy shit popping with Uncle Ronnie, that sick old bastard, hooking you guys up large. Sick Deals are sweet. <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, get in on the action. You can get the Trevor Gillies Punches Aren't Vitamin shirt available exclusively through Uncle Ronnie's Teabag.com. And uh, if you get one of these shirts, take a picture, tag us on social media. We want to see, see you guys repping the gear. That's what it's all about, man. Oh, yeah, we'll blast it out there. Fucking a. <laughs> right yeah, man. Well, we got this. Has been a good season. This is uh, episode twenty. This is our um, season finale. I guess yeah, is the. Time, uh, yeah, season finale. What a, it's been pretty fun. I mean, we've kind of figured it all out during the pandemic. There's been a few bumps and bruises along the way. That's to be expected. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. But that's the name of the game, right? Growing pains. Yeah, and uh, we appreciate everyone who's uh, who's hung in there with us and and uh, you know been supporting the podcast, checking it out, um, sharing it on social media. We see it. We see we see you pricks out there. Yeah, and uh, you know anybody, any of the new listeners, go back and uh, comb over some of the old episodes, some of the sweet ones that you miss. Yeah, there's about sixty yeah. episodes, approximately, maybe a few more, probably a few more than sixty. Uh, you can get them all on our YouTube, youtube.com slash fight stories podcast and subscribe to the channel, hit the bell. So you get the notifications. Whenever we post up a new video, we're going to be posting lots of videos. Even when we're in our, our hiatus, we post lots of clips and uh, keep the action going. We're going to be going back into the lab and uh, recording a whole new batch of stuff. And you know what? We want it to be amazing. We want it to be uh, now that we got some of the technical bugs worked out, hopefully we can you know, keep the, the quality coming um, with the, you know, with the interviews and stuff like that. Oh, look at that. John bringing in the professional. <laughs> you said technical bugs. And I was like, oh, wait, I don't have the mic in front of my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not too bad. Next next season, we'll have the arms. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll bump it up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, it's uh, it's been great. Thanks to all of our guests so far, you know, that we had this season. It's been tons of comics. I know it's been comic heavy, but uh you know anyone that's been a part of it? It's we've had lots of uh, lots of fun stories throughout. Yeah, the hell yeah, thing, man. man! We've had, we've had some great comics. We had some great, you know, we've had some great wild cards. Of course, the hockey guys have been uh, have been there. You know, yeah, like, yeah. Just think about like Eric Uch. I mean, there's a, a, yeah. a wicked that's uh, right. That's right. I mean, kickboxing maybe. champion, and yeah. yeah, it's been been uh, diverse again. But uh, 
Can't you forget know, about Sandman OG killer number one. Oh, hell yeah. The Sandman, oh, Steve Dunn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he sends me a message today and it's his Instagram. And it's just him just like sitting cool, listening to Rolling Stones, Give Me Shelter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like he rolls around Brock to listen to that all the time. <laughs> yeah, just that's the, the anthem to a fight about <laughs> yeah. to happen. Oh, yeah. Bad yeah. man just rolled into town. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, man. No, so many fun, fun, uh, fun people. And thanks again to our sponsors and, uh, and to Billy Tardy for helping book some of these guests. I mean, look, we can't do it without. Uh, yeah, Tardy, our, Tardy yeah. bookended, bookended the season, helped us mm-hmm. with the first one and then got us such and then helped us with the, with the season finale. Absolutely. I mean, look, Tardy's been getting us some great ones. That's where, the, you know, the, the word of mouth is what keeps this podcast going. We're not a big operation, but you know what? You guys have been spreading the word and and helping us get guests is huge, right? Because like every guest unlocks another guest type thing. And right. uh, and Billy, yeah, he's been a, been a great, uh, um, great at funneling us some guests, kind of like Ryan Denis has in, in the past as well. Yeah, you know? yeah. So if you know a couple yo-yos that like to scrap, send them our way. We want to talk to them. Yeah. I mean, eventually I'd love to do an entire season. that's just all wild cards. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. God, remember I, I dropped the ball on this one, but my buddy called me from uh, my buddy, Eric. He had a friend. He said, Oh buddy, he watched, uh, he watched some dink get dragged out of a pool, get, <laughs> get dragged out of a pool and get his, and get his ass kicked for banging a, for banging a chick. In a pool at a kid's party. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that, story. that is yeah. so funny. That's such a, yeah. what a, what a disgraceful thing to do, first of oh, all. God. And what a hilarious way to get, be, for, to get to beat someone up. Yeah. Cause totally you know, you're disgusted. <laughs> oh, disgusted. And, and everybody, there is not an adult in the party. That's not rooting for you. Everybody is Karen from, Goodfellas. Every every wife in there is Karen from Goodfellas in that moment. Like, yeah, kill him. You know, there's, there's nobody you know, like, hold on, don't do it. Everybody's like, kill that disgusting animal. You know? And who's this low class broad that's that's giving it up at the kids' party oh, yeah. in the pool, right? Like, that's both of them were probably just you know on something acid. Oh yeah, shrooms, coke, drunk, something. That is not. If that's a sober move, it's even worse. But. Yeah, like was it afternoon too? Like, like dude, kids, you know, yeah. they ain't throwing these uh, all night rave kids parties. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Kids party Saturday, three p.m. <laughs> Prime time. So <laughs> shining. You know? uh, yeah, that's so anyway. Bad. We should get that kid out so he can tell the story. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear it, man. That's hilarious. Yeah. No, but it's been a good season, man. I, I love, I love, it. I love doing this podcast, and uh, we want to keep yeah. bringing them to you guys. So. Yeah, hit yeah. us up. Uh, yeah, you got a you know, you got a fight story. You know somebody that's got a fight story. You've uh, you've watched a good fight. A friend of a friend, like you know, that's how this thing happens. So, absolutely. So I guess uh, we get a great episode for the finale too. This is a this was a fun one, man. I love this guy. <laughs> yeah. This. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a he's a wild man for sure. So. Uh, Season finale fight stories. We are talking to uh, Danny Diablo from the New York hardcore scene, lead singer of Scarhead, 
and uh, and a whole bunch of other motherfucking bands, uh, Crown ice of Thorns, pick. Ice Pick. Yeah, Think that's just... where the scar in the head comes from. Is the Ice Pick <laughs> or the Crown of Thorns? It could have been, been the Crown of Thorns, also though. <laughs> Yeah, but this is a beauty episode and, you know, everything that you would expect from a guy in a, in a hardcore band. So uh, here's Danny Diablo, everybody. See you next season. All right, man. Welcome to another episode of Fight Stories. I'm John Moses here with my buddy Tyler Morrison. Um, and uh, with us today, uh, we've been trying to get to line this up for a couple of seasons now, for a couple of years. Uh, Danny Diablo. What's up, guys? Hey, thanks for doing the show. Yeah, thanks for doing the show, man. Thank Maybe. you. OG on the New York hardcore scene. Um, cra- this It's crazy that you're our first musician in three you know, seasons. It, it's, it's so crazy that I even consider myself a musician. When I was younger, when I was younger, I just wanted to get a, a job with benefits. And, you know, and I was like, my mother, my father was like, get a job with benefits. And I was like, then I got into music. And he was like, you're not going to make no fucking money in that. And I was like... I did it. I thought uh, the first few years of my life, I thought I was a Viking, you know, just traveling overseas and yeah. pillaging and fighting with women and whatever. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh shit! Like I've been fucking up my life so long with this music shit. I have to make it a career. But what else am I gonna do? What else can I do? Like <laughs> fucking uh, either collect money. I might do brain surgery or anything. So you mean it's like either collecting money from people <laughs> yeah. or something? So I gotta do this music shit. You know? Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. You reach a certain point too, where like you can't even get a city job because you would have to work until you're eighty to fucking retire with a yeah. yeah package, it fucking you know? sucks, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, you're from New York originally, Queens. 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 Yeah. I thought you grew up in Spanish Harlem. No, my 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 mother's from Spanish Harlem. Your so mother's my from mother, Spanish Harlem. My mother, my mother is from East River Drive Projects. Okay. And uh, my father was a cop at the two, three precincts his first 10 years. So basically, due to math, my mother was at a donut shop working and my father was a cop. And he went in there and, it was, and he got, had jungle fever and he had me. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. My mom's Puerto Rican, you know, Puerto Rican black, but Puerto, you know. Uh, I, when people say Puerto Rican, you know, like, we know what Puerto Rican is. People all over the world don't know what it is. It's funny because I, I lived in LA and I, was in the middle of the hood in LA, a gang neighborhood, and I put the Puerto Rican flag on my on my door, and they're like, "Why do you have the Texas flag?" <laughs> like, Dude, it's funny fuck? because I'm from Canada. Tyler's in Canada. I'm in Jersey right now, but the oh, first time I that. even <laughs> heard of Puerto Ricans was that big pun song. It's like Puerto Rico. Oh, oh. <laughs> and I was 13. I'm like, where is Puerto Rico? <laughs> it's in the Bronx is where it is. <laughs> Basically in the Bronx. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. So what was Queens like growing up, that part that you that you guys were in? Well, I, I, I grew up in uh, Jackson Heights, Queens, but also, like, I lived there my whole life. I was 16, 17 years old. Then I moved to... Uh, Woodhaven, because my whole family, my father's whole side is from Brooklyn, but Woodhaven is on the border of Brooklyn, Queens. Mm. And um, like I, my father's, uh, my grandfather, my grandmother, my great uncle, my great aunt, my other aunt, all live in the building now where my mother lives in Woodhaven. So I've been going there since I was born. So I wow. grew up in both neighborhoods, but Jack's Heights is where I grew up. And uh, it, it was crazy, mostly South American, like Colombian, okay. uh, Venezuelan. It was like a Puerto Rican, there's all, there's a lot of uh, Irish and Germans and Italians too. 
So it was, it was like Guidos and hoods, but I would never trade it. It made me who I am. I mean, it's like when I was a kid, it was, I, was born, I was born in the 70s. So basically right. it was way different, man. It was like way different. People are more open how they felt, you know what I mean? Right. Nowadays you can't say shit. I mean, you're kind of worried about what to say. Like, oh shit, I can't say this. Back then you said it in New York City. You're so close to, that you have to, to say what you say. It sees right. people. You know, so they were really, racism was here and there, but that's, that's, that was life. I mean, like, you know, it took, it was like, my father was a cop. So yeah. imagine being a cop and he was coming in and be like, he, he would bring, just say the horrible shit, but also with humor. So that's how I got through shit with humor. You mean? So. So, so it was a pretty mixed neighborhood. So it's not like your yeah, dad mixed, was mixed coming neighborhood, home. Mixed neighborhood. Okay, okay. Because yeah. I thought like your dad was coming home to like Spanish Harlem and he's a cop. No, 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 no. But, but oh, okay, he, was, he, from, he We lived in Queens and my mother from was so happy to live in Queens because she's from Spanish Harlem. So she thought she made it. it oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, the neighborhood I grew up was, was the biggest cocaine uh, distribution neighborhood in the world, Jackson Heights. Even my wow. advice to have it because Griselda, Moved to Jackson Heights, Queens, all, all Colombian. So I grew up in the where families were getting killed for no reason. Like I, I didn't understand it when I was young. My whole family was killed. Like five families in my neighborhood were killed. Wow. Like, and my mother would be, my mother would be the fucking Colombians. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, like, it's like Spanish love... people. Spanish people are more racist than anyone else. Dude, I love know. inter. I love inter Latino racism. Dude. Oh, they're like <laughs> my mom. My mom will say something, and she's like, "Oh yeah, uh, blah blah." I'm like, "Mom, you know that you're blacking in her." <laughs> like, what's going on here? It's, like, <laughs> yeah. it's just hilarious. The racism between Spanish people. So it's, yeah, it's yeah, 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 yeah. But I also, I'm. I grew up Orthodox Jewish, also. But my father, I, I was bar misfit. I was bar misfit, wow. and my. Yo, was, That's such a I, New York story, dude. That is such a like. I'm gonna tell you York. something crazy to make you guys, both of you guys, laugh about this. I was born this, born this by cancer, Yamnis, my cancer, right? He was Don Rickles' friend, and he married Don. He did a ceremony to marry Don Rickles. Don oh, Rickles, that's cool. Oh, that's Don Rickles is from Jackson Heights. Oh, that's cool. That. That's what I'm talking about. That New York. That New York. Don Rickles is, is the funniest motherfucker in the world. I bet. Man. Oh yeah. I bet. Um, so you guys are in Queens. What's it like? Like the neighborhood are, are, as kids, are you guys rumbling all the time? Like what's happening? Uh, Queens was like such a, it was so cool. And we all, all my friends, we're all like, uh, we came from, um, I grew up right across the street from McClancy high school on 31st Avenue. And, um, uh, the whole, it was just crazy. Like, uh, you would see every everything black, white, Spanish rappers. I, I would see Kid and play every day. Uh, Come on, Eric B. Uh, Rock, uh, Eric B. Eric B. Rakim was always in the neighborhood. Uh, uh, um, DJ Polo, stuff like that. Coogee rap. All for, so uh, these guys music. are on the radio. Kid and play are already have already done. Yeah, yeah, they're, 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 in the neighborhood hanging around. Damn, it, 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 it's, it's, it's crazy. We always famous people from the neighborhood. I remember. Um, this is fucking funny. You guys laugh. Larry from Three's Company grew up down the block from me. <laughs> the Regal Beagle. So I, so I but, but nobody even knows that. Regal Beagle. Fine, fine. Fine. Yeah. So, so he grew up down the block. It was just like famous people always in Jackson Heights. You know? So yeah. it was just cool growing up. But also, there was a lot of racism. I, I picture 
picture me, I had a red, a, a, an orange afro, and I, I would walk through the synagogue in High Holy Days in Woodside. So it would be like a 30 block walk, me, my father, my mother, my brother, my sister, and we'll walk because you can't drive to synagogue. You can't so your people. mom was in synagogue. Oh, my, my mom converted when she met my father. Wow. And when, so, what was, so, so imagine all these Jewish people in New York seem of like a Puerto Rican lady who's Jewish now. So right there, that's funny. Just my mother thinks she's Jewish now. She's like, she's like full, like head of the uh, benign brief uh, uh, woman thing. It's like she's she yeah, full like a falca fish. Yeah, yo, she's straight. Like, like, like it's, she's straight. It's, so it's like a, it's like a, a Puerto Rican and Jewish accents. <laughs> it's funny as fuck, man. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we would walk and people would just be like, you could take whatever you want. You, they, they see the red hair. People, people always thought I was black and Irish because they're like, "What are you?" I mean, so it made right. sense going through. But when they see you know kids, I remember keep people throwing eggs at us, like 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 Jews and throwing you know, spick niggas. Where we say Jew spick niggas, it all worked for us. <laughs> yeah, you were everything. So that's there. that's how I got into fighting because right. I would because I would have to fight because my father say fuck them just fight. You know, my father was a cop, but he was like he retired twenty one years. And he would be like, yo, don't ever let anyone talk to you, your family, your brothers, just like that. And fight, whatever. You win some, you lose some, whatever. And that's how I took it. And then that's when I fought. And he actually put me in a Pitt Street Boys Club when I was 13 years old and to box. And I was right, like, right, right, right. because I was going too crazy. And he was like, yo, use that energy for this. I couldn't right, stand that. that. It was hard love because he wasn't really a, a, a loving guy. You know what I mean? He was all. His actually the only. That was like the prototype of a man, though. There wasn't too many sensitive dudes walking around back then. No, no, no. There was a sense of humor, you know. Also, also think, think about this. His father escaped escaped the Nazis from, from concentration camps. Right? Wow. Okay. So oh, imagine that he his oh, father boy. escaped the Nazis. The Nazis really would have uh, looked down on your family. So so think about think about how his grandfather was who had. Uh, the, 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 the numbers tattooed on him, man. He was just yeah. a miserable. Listen, I want to make you guys laugh. My grandfather was always a miserable prick. And one day I got older, I was like, no wonder. You know, when I'm older, I'm like, this guy fucking Nazis killed all his family. No wonder this guy hates life. You know what I mean? Just a regular like, guy working a nine to five. I understand if you're always grumpy and pissed off. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're just like, dude, I make money. It goes out the door. Fuck. You know what? It's so insane. Like, doing uh, stuff you love to do, like uh, the music. And right. I still, here and there, I still work construction when I'm not on tour, you know what I mean? Right. And, and, and the first thing I do when I work construction is I, I when I put my boots on, first of all, I hold my breath and put my boots on, then I, I just cry. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so fucking 49. <laughs> what the fuck, what a loser. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, but when I'm, when I work in construction, People stop by every time and be like, oh shit, Danny's out, take pictures of me. And my whole fucking, all the guys at work hate me. Because they're like, what the fuck are you taking pictures for? I was like, no, I told you I'm, I'm fucking big in Belgium, nigga. Who the hell? I want to be big in Belgium, dude. I just want to be big. Kind of waffles and shit. <laughs> you, know, you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta laugh, but I love comedy. I gotta, you gotta laugh at life, man, because if yeah. you get mad and pissed off, you're gonna fucking just, you know, people, you, you see what happens to people when they're all fucking mad, they get cancer and they're just mad and like, oh, just 
live life. That shit will take years off your people. life. Yep. Yo, and be good to others. Treat people how you, how you want to be treated. And that's how I live my life. You know what I mean? So sure. how long were you in the the boys club pips? Like, there's a low east side. My father used to drop me off every week when I was young. And I would just, you know, hit the hit the bag. There's right. an old old train, an old train. I forgot his name. Louis. Or he would just tell me, dude, he was mean as hell. But that's he didn't give a fuck. He just did a favor for my father. Everybody's, everybody's just mean in this era. <laughs> oh, mean. That was just like, oh, but it was like 83 or something like that. You mean? So it was like, <laughs> He's yeah. crying, putting his boots on every morning, too. He's just like, fuck, man. How can I yeah, do it's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying, Louis doing the same thing I'm doing right now. You, <laughs> what, and then, you know when you're younger? You know when you're younger? And I, I grew up, my mom and dad grew up. They were together, you know what I mean? And I, I couldn't understand why my father, I, when I was younger and before my father passed away, I always was mad at my father for the way he talked to my mother. And I was like, why the fuck is he talking to her like that? Then when my father died and I had to deal with my mother, I was like, no wonder this bitch is not even crazy. Yo, he, all this guy wanted to do was come home after working like three, three overtimes to watch the Knicks and she's bitching about fucking underwear. Like not picked up or something like that. You mean laundry? Like, like leave yeah. a man alone. You mean? <laughs> yeah, you just want space? I don't want to care. Yeah, he's been holding on. She's been thinking about those underwear for eight hours, just like this motherfucker, just looking at those underwear, dude. You know? Oh, he 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 he, he went home. He just went right to the TV and he listened to the F A W F A N on the radio. Yeah, That's how yeah. old school he was. Listen to the radio. He would answer all the questions. I'm like, just call in and get a fucking prize, man. What's wrong? <laughs> old school. Old school. So, what? when do you start fighting, like, as a kid? Like, what, what age are you? Uh, I, 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 I would say early... Because the kids all... I grew up, my whole block was uh, Cuban, Ecuadorian, uh, Irish... And you know, a kid, we're kids, so it it would go on. And I was the only Jewish kid, you know? Right. So and plus, you know, it was good. It was just crazy. But we we had such a bond. That we we all grew up together. We grew up young, and and got, we were very violent. But we got we grew up, and you no know, music helped us out. We my first love was like metal, like I'm like real like Dio and Ozzy and stuff yeah. like that. I was like because my friend turned me on to that. Then you get to the hard stuff, you know? But yeah. metal was a a big thing for us, and um, and hip hop was then they got to hip hop and the graffiti and stuff like that. And I was like another world, but but I'm I'm happy I have my friends because everyone's from different races and religions, and and that's how I I, I know a lot of, like people bug out because I always talk about people's races. I know who what how they look and how they are. A lot of people around the world don't know shit. I mean, like true. I grew up with everyone. Jackson Heights is the most culturally. Uh, uh, Condensed place in the world in the Guinness Book of World Records, so it's cool. Oh, cool! That's a that's, a, yeah. that's an interesting little. That's crazy, right? So, you know the the two things I listened to to some of that podcast that you sent me, and the two things that stuck out was like a your just appreciation for music generally. Yeah. Like you had yeah. like a good like you was like oh man that white boy underground rapper dude. I was like yeah. oh, that's kind of cool. It's like. Because normally you think of a white boy rapper, you're like, he's fucking geek. You know what I mean? But like, no, 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 he's got skills, you know. And yeah. then um, and then also, you know, when you were, you, you you touched it a little bit. I guess one of your boys um, had passed away and you were like, oh, man, fuck, original yeah. hardcore dude, Jewish guy yeah. from New York. And I just yeah. thought that was interesting, too, how yeah. it was like, 
it's like that in comedy. It's about the comedy, dude. Everything yeah. else is secondary. You know what I yeah. mean? I feel I feel bad for for comedians nowadays because they got they got worried about all these people and they say jokes, jokes are jokes. You mean? And yeah. people right oh, now yeah. are real touchy on all that stuff and, and like 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 you know because there's comedians out there just I want to see I want to see comedy I want to see Dave Chappelle I I want to see uh, Russell Peters like you know what I mean like I, I want to see these guys Giannis Papas and see these guys and yeah, make yeah, me laugh yeah, you yeah, know what I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I yeah. mean like Chris and Giannis, Giannis and, and like and I always laugh because the shit you know like Donnell Rawlings the shit they say yeah. people say it's funny because it's a little bit true so of course it's like, yeah, yeah. that's yeah, you take that away, dude. You're just scraping the surface. Yo, it's like PC right. stuff. It's like, no. Like, like, it's like, uh, it has to. Leave the comedians alone, man. Let them, it's art and let them work. Thank God for the comedians because right now the, the world is fucking a sad place, man. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, these are, these are strange and crazy times and hopefully there's some sort of normalcy, whatever that looks like soon. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, and the, there's just so much. I get. I mean, I guess if you flip on your Twitter account and somebody's blasted a thousand retweets of something horrible, that's you yeah. know. I, all right, I I hear you, but if you walk into a comedy club blind, that's on you, dude. You got to fucking, you can Google yeah. shit. You know what I mean? Contract when you come out to. I'm about to say like it's comedy. You know, it's fucking. Or just leave. Yeah, just leave. You know what I always tell people? Like, uh, I when I go to a a concert or something like that when I was young, I never went to the concert. If I didn't like the, the band, I wouldn't be like going the band, heckling the band. I'll go get a drink or something and wait till right. they finish. Right. It's like, it, like it's to me, it's like no, like just like if you don't like it, then fucking get off. Find something else. Right. <laughs> if you don't like chocolate, then you know I mean? it's like just just stop. Right. right. Yeah. It's, yeah. So, it's crazy. You know. Yeah. So you start doing like the hardcore shit when. Because I do want to get into that whole culture and like oh, the New York and all oh, that smash and violent crazy shit. You know, it's, it's, it's very, people say this gets very violent. It was very violent. It still it is was, violent, right. right? But the thing is, uh, I got into, uh, into the hardcore in 1987. Um, my my I went to I was in high school. I went to Bryan High School in Queens, and my friend Sasha Jenkins, who was a famous uh, famous uh, director now, so. He was he worked for Vibe magazine, Double XL, Mass Appeal magazine. He he runs. So he uh we went to we went to school together. And we went to a, a show and, and I have ever since that day haven't turned back. Nineteen eighty seven. Yeah. Oh, so that was the first show you went to. And you were first show I went to, and I, I was as a kid going to CBGBs in the Lower East Side in nineteen eighty seven was the scariest fucking shit in the world. We took the train and remember. I'm writing graffiti. I belong to something. Uh, I, I can tell you, right? But we were, uh, we, DM, DMS, the crew, was a, a started as graffiti gang first, graffiti mm. crew. And we were at war with everyone in the neighborhood. Other neighborhood, it was crazy. But just going to, on the train, just going to the show, you get killed. And on the way back home, going to other neighbors get killed. So it's, and after the show, you get killed. So it was just fucking craziness but you know what it was so the best time of my life were your spider senses always tingling like going always out. it was fucked up always like always. the real life version of the warriors yeah, <laughs> yeah every sunday every sunday yeah. <laughs> it was cool it was cool so you go to that show and is that like like pushing and 
like mosh pit or not really? Yeah, when you, at, first, at first, when yeah, the CBGBs had the hardest mosh pit, mosh pit, mosh pit in the world. It was a small place, mm. but it was crazy. You know, then there was always fights, and you used to be a casualty of war. You get punched in the face from behind. Plus, you're a kid. I'm a I'm like 16 years old, 15 years old, going to the, going to the shows, I'm right. sneaking in over the fake ID. I mean, so. Right. You know? <laughs> so it's, it's crazy. It's amazing how like it just takes a couple, right? You get, you get hit a couple of times. Like this isn't so bad. I can do this. I can take this. You know. You know what? It's it's, it's like I I always tell people like especially like dudes or on who show off or always on like uh. Instagram punching the bag. I'm like, yo, the bag doesn't punch back, bro. Right, 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 right. You can hit that. You can be work out as much as you can, punch the thing, <laughs> sweat, yo, do whatever you fucking Pilates, whatever the fuck you're doing. But yeah. you know, if you've never been to a real fight, it's either you have it or you don't have it. That's it. You know what I mean, I remember. I don't I care guess. how much training you do. I don't. I know people. I know the guys. I know that assholes the whole life, and they get into like martial arts and everything. And I'm, I'm looking at them. You know, it's like they're still assholes, and they do it for the wrong reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. Back in the day, when you went to martial arts when you were younger, it was for you know for respect and 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 learn, learning the dignity and fucking it meant something. It was, but now it's like, oh my god, it's, it gets crazy now. It's like all these people yeah. fucking, you know. Plus, when I there's too many geeks I, taking MMA for my liking. You know what? Also, when, when I, I I I went to Neil Khalif for martial arts academy when I was young in the early '90s. And it was like 94, and I was going there. And my whole thing, my whole, everyone, everyone in the class was either a cop or a thug. <laughs> it was not like this. It was on both sides. It was crazy. You know? so. yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. They know they're going to see each other on the street one day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's, it's like, oh, just get, get me off a ticket. Get me out of a ticket. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're probably swapping PBA cards and shit. Like, like Wally, yeah. Coyote, and the Sheepdog. Both <laughs> you know, <Moro> Sam. <laughs> so, what happens um, when are you, you're like 18 and you almost die? How'd that happen? Was it on the way to the show or? No, no. That's, I, was, I was actually working. Oh, God, this is crazy. I was working at a, my boy. Hugh Grant, but this guy, Hugh, I know, his, he was big in the hardcore scene. His mother had a bookstore in a, the Greenwich Village and for, for years, from the 60s to wherever. So, special, you know, special books and stuff like that. And I was, we, we, we were working on the, the bookstore, the whole thing. So, so, I, so I'm looking out the window, my friend, my friend's looking out the window while we're working, and he's like, oh, someone's breaking into your, 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 your girlfriend's car. And I was like, why didn't you tell me that fucking like five minutes ago? He's staring at this fucking. He's like, so I run downstairs, and the second I see the guy, I'm like, fuck this. I, I, I uh, fuck it. I fucking punched him right in the fucking face, right? As hard yeah. as I can. Oh, no, yeah. boom. And when I hit him, I felt something. I looked down. He stuck me with an eight-inch flathead screwdriver through my, 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 uh, my ribs. Damn. So it went, it went through my, it cut my liver in half, and it went through my, my small intestines. Oh, as fast as you hit him, he stabbed you. But yo, he's Puerto Rican. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. <laughs> real quick, real quick. So when I hit him, boom. So this is, is going to get crazy, right? Uh, 
story. No one knows the real story. So I go, oh fuck! So I'm on, I'm on the side. I uh, so we so the guys on the floor. The guys, I'm, I'm like, oh shit! I run across the street. There's a cannoli, uh, a bakery. I take the thing out like a re like a dummy. I can't say retard like a dummy and give it to the give it to the fucking uh, the, the, the 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 guy working in the bakery. He's like, oh! He freaks out. I go outside. My friends are outside fucking him up. They saw him. Uh... So I'm, so we're fucking you no, know, we're like, I'm like stepping in this guy's fucking head. It's uh, it's on. I'm fucking his eyes bleed right off. And one of my friends, who would be I can say now, my boy AJ, and he's a, a Navy SEAL now. And he was in the he was in the <laughs> he's a Navy SEAL. The Ken Boxer. He's an Eddie Bauer model. He, this dude, was, <laughs> he was like, he was no serious. I'll just make you laugh. This guy was in the the movie, the, the, the video. I got the power. The black guy oh, walking yeah, the, yeah. the hammer. The ball guy. That's him. Yeah. Now he's a, yo. He's also he's so crazy. There's a movie about Navy SEALs, right? And they go in and and, and they, the Navy SEALs play themselves, and he's the Navy SEAL in the movie. Oh, that's I awesome! Saw that movie. Yo, how fucking crazy is that? And the girl, the, 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 I remember the actress that was in it. I forgot her name, but she's from Puerto Rico. So it's, just, it's so weird that we're saying this, but. He, he, he did a movie. I saw him, and he was like, oh, what's up? We saw him when I played in California a few years ago, and we couldn't stop laughing about him. I was like, how funny <laughs> is that? You're a Navy SEAL, and you're still an active Navy SEAL, and you played yourself in the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like Howard's from Brown of Hearts. But yeah, it's like that, that happened, but it, it gets even crazier. They, when I went to the hospital, I was... Uh, I was fucked up. I was, I was dying. I didn't, I didn't realize what was going on, but I was dying. Whatever. And uh, I remember that I was uh, falling, like like they were talking about. My friend came into my friend uh, came into the emergency room. They pushed him out, and one of the nurses was like, "I saw it. I did. A, I did a thing for a bike outlaw bike tattoo or something back in the '90s." She goes, "I saw you about outlaw bike tattoo." Meanwhile, my dick is like this big for getting stabbed. It was like, like, okay, I was like, yeah, thank you. I was like, dying, you know what I mean? Just sticking a huge tip in my home. Fucking like, you're dying and you're thinking about how small you're doing. You're like, oh, man, like, oh, man. My dick's like this big now. small ass dick. Thank God it was now. They would take a picture real quick. Blah. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. That was, these days, dude, that shit would be all over Twitter, dude. Oh, that's so funny, dude. I would be fucked. I God. <laughs> Everybody's always saying die with clean underwear. Fuck that. Don't die with a little skinny. Yeah. Like, your worst dick, you know? Oh, it was funny, man. It was like, yeah. oh, so, so, so what was that? Just so what was that like, though? Like, you're going into the the ER, you're bleeding out, and you feel like you're Yeah, dying. you know, so I wasn't really, I was, there's no, really no blood because it okay. was, it, it was it, and so it was like, I really didn't know what was going on, but you know how fucked up and how fucking arrogant I am? Being that young and I was my, I remember my girlfriend at the time was like, "Oh, baby, you're gonna be right." I was like, "Yeah, I'll see you later." <laughs> and they count ten, nine, and I was it. I woke up. I was like, "Oh shit, you know, I'm alive." But, but yeah. I, I was like, "Yeah, this is nothing." You know, my oh, mind frame. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's it, 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 it's always once that happens, you're like, you understand life. Like, oh shit, you know, like as you get older, you understand like like. It's not nothing's worth against that for you know what I mean. Yeah. No, there's stuff that people shouldn't like. There's things that 
happening for a reason. But I mean, the guy's breaking into your car. You don't know he's gonna fucking poke you. You gotta, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I, 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 I like went even. You broke my car. I broke your face. You stabbed me. Right. And whatever, and so, you know. You're right. Right. And then you got your head squished. So what about the guy? <laughs> so what about the guy who you almost killed? <laughs> Oh, that's a, that's a that's a long story. You know, it's funny because when 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 they pressed those charges against me, I went in for something else. I went, I'll tell the story. I went in for the, this dude. I'll make you guys laugh. This dude was playing in my band. I'm not gonna say his name, and he was a a, a dope head, but he was a friend from a friend. So he played in the band. The dude, we go, we play Cleveland, Ohio. I was going out with this girl at the time. She said you can stay at my friend's my friend's house. I said. He, this dude went to my my girlfriend's friend's mother's house and stole fifty thousand dollars of rings, wedding rings from. But oh. they listen, sold it for fifty dollars worth of crack. So at the end of the tour, I under the tour I found out what happened and I I, I I gave him a beating. We played a big show in uh in New York City. My band Crown Thorns. We headlined. It was like Crown Thorns in Sioux Town, Tennessee's at Irving Plaza. Big show, sold out. Awesome. So after he plays the show, I beat him down in the in the room. I take up Daryl for the Bad Brains bass and uh, uh, smash him. It was, it was funny. so no, so it's, it was it was over, right? Break the guy's head. <laughs> so you know, listen, listen. Uh, me and my one of my friends, my friend Chino, my friend my, my friend Chino, who used to be a Latin king. He he died. He got killed. Uh, uh, he got killed on the Bell Parkway uh, on a motorcycle accident. So Chino, rest in peace. We beat the guy and beat him down. It's over, forever. I I don't see the guy forever. But but to be after I got beat down the guy, this motherfucker is such a dope head. He goes to the promoter and all beat up and gets my money for the band I played and night leaves. Yo <laughs> <laughs> so, yo, this guy, yo, yo, can you believe what just happened? This such a classic <laughs> from New York. The guts, so like, the right, guts of this guy. So the fucking balls on this guy. So I'm like, yeah. all right, here it goes. So a year, six months later, six months later, I see him at a at a, a bar. I'm like, oh shit. I said, all right, hold on. With my friend Scam Dust, who's I'm gonna criminate right now. So me and Scam is from the same neighborhood. We're from the same neighborhood. So, so I was like, Scam, just lock the door. Let's go. And we fucking went out of town. We broke pool table, pool, pool things like that. We fucked him up. So I'm in, so I don't like a jerk. I don't leave. I'm in the back. This guy comes back with the cops holding his head, the, the, the rat on me. So imagine <laughs> this is getting so it gets even crazier. So I, I leave. I don't remember. So he he tells the cops, so I, I gotta go. To, so the cops go to my mom's house and they're like, yo, whatever, whatever, he has an assault. So my father calls the cop as a one cop to another cop, retired cop. He goes, all right, Danny, turn yourself in. I was like, Dad, I'm not doing that. Turn yourself in, whatever. So my father was cool. He says he talked to him. I turned myself in. When I turned myself in, they leave. My father was cool. They put me in the thing. They're also like, oh, Dan, we forgot to tell you, but you got attempted murder for two years ago. I was like, oh, you guys forgot, huh? They they lied to my father. It was it was it was, it was so sad. And, 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 and you know what I mean? That my father was like, he was hurt more than anything. Because another cop did that, but but you know what, I I I didn't call home or anything. I I got out, and um, I got out after like two weeks, and um, it was just crazy because the person that 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 that, that, that the murder charge was a guy who 
I, I, just, I just hung out three days before that, before I got to turn myself in. So I was like, and the other guy, the, 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 the crackhead, went to, went to uh, rehab. So I was like, yo, you guys, are, one guy is my friend, and I talked to another guy is uh, whatever. And I was, it was just crazy, you know? So, so then they, they dropped everything. But still, it was like, it, still, look at those charges, first, second, third degree assault, and tenth murder. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, I was young. I was like, fuck, I'm at least doing five years for this shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, you know, but then it worked out. They're, they're both, of the, both of them did the right thing, did personal charges. And um, one's, a, one's a correction officer now. You know, that's the other one, the other one, the one that stole everything, that, 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 that Lawyer. It, it, it is a piece of shit. He uh, basically, check this out. He basically broke his neck at a hate breed show and uh, he, he had a broken neck. So when I saw him, he was like, hey, he kind of acted like he, he said, yo, listen, I changed my ways. And uh, and I was like, yo, don't ever call me again. But you, like, he goes, I broke my neck. I said, if I see you again, I'll break it again. But but, I was like, but, but yo, but then it was over. But but recently, he just killed someone in a, in a, some, in a North Carolina, hit a run, killed him. Oh, and he's fucking doing, important. yo, listen, he hit a run, he's doing five years. That guy's doing five years now. Damn. Oh my God! And that's... the other one, the other guy that that that, that got stabbed. Well, well, supposedly I did it. And whatever. He's the correction officer, so, so it's like, we're cool. You know, so <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. A New York minute. Yeah, I just uh, the stabbing thing is listen. It all, it all. Karma is a bitch. It all comes back to you. I like I tell you right now. Like like I I got stabbed last year really bad, and uh. And and when I got stabbed, it wasn't like why this happened. You know, to me, I'm like, oh, thank God, I'm just alive. This is karma. You know? yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so I was like, you know, when people are like, oh, why did it happen? I'm like, oh, thank God, I'm alive. I just keep keep it moving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was on the other end of a couple of those beatings, and I was like, oh, I think I had that one coming. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, that's, so yeah, I, I basically got. I don't want to even talk. I don't know if I should even talk about this, but I'll tell you guys, make it laugh. Some guy was beating the shit out of his girl last year, and yeah. um. It, it, basically, the dude, and I was like, "Yo, stop it!" No one would stop it, and I don't, you know, listen. I don't know what happened. Who, who whoever, maybe she, she, she was in the space. But I was like, "Yo, it's a girl, bro." And the dude was like, "What's up?" So when the guy came up to me. I was like, "Yo, I'm, I hit back, man. I, yo, I broke his. What? It was one fair one. Broke his spine. The second he got up, his boy came out, hit my 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 boy with a pipe, knocked him out." Oh. Man, I almost killed him twice. Him, my friend was fucked up. So I'm finding these guys. It wasn't for one of my friends walking by the low east side. One of my boys was like, "Yo, what's up, Danny?" And I would have been dead. This so, happened a year ago. That'd be a year ago. Like, I couldn't do. God, I couldn't damn. do twenty push. Yo, I couldn't do twenty push-ups until two months ago. Holy shit! That guy right, 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 right here. Just bump right here, right here. That's wild. That stabbed me here too. Stabbed me, stabbed me twice. It was really, stabbed, listen, whatever. It, 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 we got away, but no one got arrested. Stabbed yeah. me. I stabbed. He stabbed me. I stabbed him back. You know, whatever, whatever. And we're talking up. <laughs> I would, How old I would, are you, man? You still getting stabbed in the streets? My, my mother's like, you asshole. <laughs> you never learn. You know, my mother, I'm like, no, I can't listen. 
no, if, if I saw that again, if I saw even if the, I even look like this, she probably went home and fucking it was uh, it fucked all those guys. It was, it was a fight, and I protected them. You know what I mean? Like, still had to do it. It's just in my DNA, man. You know what I mean? How bad do you think he beat the shit out of her that night, eh? <laughs> yeah, he probably ran a train on her with his girl, his boys. I mean, meanwhile, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm trying to be like save the whole, you know? but, but right. that's how I am. You know? Yeah, right. The victor goes the spoils, blah 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 blah. It's probably <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's in my DNA. I, I, I just you know, and we all know we all been in relationships. We all know how girlfriend can push your fucking shit. Oh, yeah, so, I, but I he wouldn't stop. It was he took her head and hit against the window, cracked the window of the storefronts. So you I know, like, you and, stop. and more than that, you know, as a dude, like if you're arguing with your girl and somebody's yeah. like, "Oh, bro, take it easy," you're like, "What?" Like you, I mean, yeah, yeah, not that girl. I'd be smacking anybody around, but you want to focus yeah. that fury somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know. it's, it's like road road rage. The same thing. You're, oh, you're yeah, exactly. Like, it was, ah, you're, you're, exactly. Exactly. You know? <laughs> so, so what about some of these shows? Have you seen some mosh pits that just get completely out of hand? Have you been in them? Like what? Yeah, no. Uh, listen, the, 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 the craziest mosh pit I I've been I ever seen was probably like Slayer when they played uh when they played Roseland back in the, like the nineties. It was so fucking insane. You know, but it, it, insane because the metalheads would go crazy. It was Slayer was it's fucking hard. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. um. But yeah, but but like Biohazard had some hard pits, uh, Sheer Terra, it's like, you know, the Iceman, uh, Killing Time, uh, Underdog, there's a Gorilla Biscuits, all all hardcore bands with hard pits. And, but the New York hardcore scene is very close knit. So it, it, if there's, if there's going to be a fight, it's going to be a fight from outside if people don't know what's up. Or, okay. yeah, or between two different factions from the There's a good code right? of conduct that goes on. Yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy. It gets, it gets crazy. Mm -hmm. and if something does break out, is it like dead? Like nobody's getting charged? It's not spilling out of the street, is it? Or is it? Uh, you know what? It's, it's sometimes, sometimes shit. Uh, people go away from you know. Sometimes people, punk rock scenes and hardcore scenes have a lot of weird people. You know what I mean, like we right. you really don't know. Like like every Sunday we used to go to CBGBs for a matinee from three o'clock to like. Midnight, the eight, nine, ten o'clock, and uh, you meet people. You don't know these people. You just, but right. you see them every Sunday for for ten years. You know what I mean, but you don't know them. Right. Some of these people are, are like, cool, like, like the heroin dude that you were talking about. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. You don't, you don't, yeah, you don't know. We got to play, I play guitar with this guy for a whole a whole tour, and the guy robbed me. But you, you don't know, you don't really know yeah. someone until you know them. You know. Yeah, it attracts so, people that are on the fringe that, you know. Right. The music, the, the, the music, you have to be a fuck up in life, a fucking, so, like something fucked up. You have to be fucked up in life to listen to punk rock music. I don't care what you say. You know? I don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah. So when I see someone like punk rock music from the scene, like graffiti, they're, they're, oh, they're fucked up just like me. That's what draws me to them. Right, 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 right. So it's cool. It's a, but some of these people are really, the only guys are really fucked up. I'm like, oh my god, they, they look all fucked up. Like so. When yeah, when you started out, then, old, right? Well, so, the whole said, scene's aging, right? Like the whole yeah, yeah, yeah no, ever, listen, right? I'm, I'm I'm to the age. The guys who first started, like my friend Steve Paz, rest in peace. He who passed away. He was like the guys I looked up to, like the, the first generation. So you, you know. And, if you see punk rockers, you see old punk rockers, it really is bizarre to me. I'm like, oh my God, 
these guys are old, you know what I mean? Like they exploited and GBH and but yo, just like 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 uh, uh, Johnny Rotten from the, the Sex Pistols. You look at them now, I'm like, oh my god! And most mm -hmm. of these guys did not have a good, healthy life. Right. Yeah, these guys are still holding it down. Guys have been, you know, they've been around for how many generations at Agnostic Front? There's yes, yeah, Roger's all. Roger's a good friend. Roger's a brother of mine, and you know, and he is a warrior. He, he's been through hell and back, but he made everything positive. Like I love when people like John Joseph from the Cro-Mags, Roger Moretz, they they, they switch their lives around and do positive. Anyone can be stuck in a rut and do the same old. Horrible shit. If, it's, if when you do you drag yourself out of that pit and the gutter and you do good, that, that's why I praise you. I'm like, oh, good for him. Yeah. Definitely. And so before you, when you first started out, before you were like, before you were in bands, were you a roadie or like kind of around that scene? Yes. Uh, well, it was 87. I've never been out. Listen, I've never been out. It wasn't for hardcore music, my music. I would never have been outside of New York City. I, I only been to two places. Outside New York City before, for 90, and I went on tour with Stick with All. I was a roadie in 92. Oh, yeah. So I only went, I only been to Rhode Island once, but in the 70s, my father drove, my, uh, my, my mother wanted to go see the first synagogue in the United States. It was in uh, Providence, Rhode Island. So wow. we drove, like the first synagogue for 18 something. I don't Your know what. My mother wanted to see that. My mother called my father, like, my father was <laughs> Jewish, like, <laughs> he, was, he, was, he, was, he, was, he was like, what the fuck? Is who the fuck is the synagogue down the block? Who the fuck you was going to <laughs> So my poor father had to drive us in a in a yeah. little fucking Toyota station wagon to yeah. fucking Rhode Island. All I remember is looking out the window seeing cornrows. We got I remember we got out, we saw it, and my father's like, let's get the fuck back home. But and I and and I've been to Puerto Rico, it's only two places. And yeah. I to see my family, you know? So when I when I went on a tour with, with, with Sick of It All, I went all over the United States, and I, I had the, and I was a young kid. I yeah. never, you know, it was different women, different fucking people, different. Uh, so how do you how do you go back? How do you go back to a, to yes. doing a job after that experience? Yeah, yeah. I, I was working. Uh, I I took the test. I remember right before the Gulf War, I, I was I was going to become going to the military. My father's like, my father was in the army too, so he's like he's like ah, don't do that, you know. You know, take the police test. I took the police test. Then I was going to take the psychiatric test. And I was like, hell no, I'm not going to pass this shit. You know? So I was like, fuck this. And then I was like, I don't want to be my father. Because my father, when he was a cop, was the biggest asshole in the world. To all, he, Like, the only person that ever broke my nose was my father. You know what I mean? Wow. So I, that's, how, that's how crazy. My father was a hard man, man. He's the first person I ever saw with a buck 50 in his face. I remember one time. I came home, and his whole face was sliced from here to here. I was like four years old, and oh. whole whole face. And my mother, I, I, I go and five, but five years old. My, and my mother was like, I go, you, know, you want to go see your daddy, your father? And I go, I, I want to see daddy. And I went in and I touched his stitches. You know what I mean, I remember he was like, he was like laughing. And I go, and he goes, see what happens to your father? Your fucking big mouth. <laughs> I, 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 also, I also see my father. I also my father played basketball for Brooklyn Tech and, and for Brooklyn College and the Army. Oh. He also he also tried out for the Knicks when he was young. Wow! Yeah, so my father was hard. He's a hard Jew man. He was a, he's like, ah. yeah, but he was like so Brooklyn. But he he also like was a guy who taught me how to fight. You know what I mean? So yeah. so he was he was he was a, he provided for his family 
And uh, like, yo, and you know what? When I was a kid, I, as a teenager, I deserved a smack in the half because I was a fucking wild kid. So yeah, yeah, thank yeah. God for my father had disciplined me and and he showed me how to be a real man. That's all I'm trying to say. You know what I, mean? I was thinking, I was thinking last night. I got a daughter, but anyway, I would never hit her. But like, I just don't want her to know that. You know, like, she, <laughs> like, she, like yeah. she just runs all over me, and I'm like, I ripped the guy's earrings out. <laughs> <laughs> it's, crazy. Oh, it's crazy when your father and you look, you look at, you look like I, when my son, I, I was like, I'm not gonna be, I, I'm gonna be stern, but I'm not gonna be like. My father. So I look at him sometimes. I'm like, "Oh, you're so lucky." <laughs> yeah, I know. Because your dad was a police officer, that there was an extra rebellious streak that you had to kind of go against that. Or you know what? You know how people people hate cops. You know, like punk rock. They fuck all cops up asses. I'm like, cops are cool because I grew up with them. Really? Right. Yeah. In, in New York City, like New York City and Boston and stuff like that, cops in Philly, cops are just doing it for benefits. And, you know, and, and because they have kids and everything. And LA is different because LA, the cops are, are military and they're, and they're not from there. So they're, they're like foreigners. You know what I mean? Right. And everyone in your city has someone in the family's a cop. And, they, and, and, and not all cops are assholes. All these people say all this crazy shit. I'm, I'm the most open minded person in the world. You know what I mean? I'm mixed. Yeah. I'm fucking, I'm Jewish. Mm -hmm. I'm all this. And I, my 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 girlfriend's twenty eight years twenty eight years old, and she's in the all this defund the police. I'm like defund the police. No, no, what's fucking you? You defund the police in New York City right now. You go to New York City right now. People, the uh, Blasio's fucked this whole place up. It's like no undercover cops, so everyone's acting like an animal. And so, yeah. so people are throwing people in front of. Uh, 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 train cars. It's fucking hard. My wife people was twelve shootings. Season. Twelve shootings over the weekend. No, I'm just telling you this. Yeah. The people who say defund the police are the ones who will be calling for the police. They can't protect themselves. Watch what happens when somebody smacks your $6 cupcake out of your head. Yeah, you know, the thing is Starbucks. <laughs> oh, smack you. oh, my God. You can't do that. You know what you know, it is? Oh, just how it is. I like my, my, my girl is very, like, the young generation. And, I'm, and she, like, she's like, this, that, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, let's check this out. You could, you could wear. My girl's beautiful, and she's like, oh, "My shoes." I just might ride and say, "Listen, you can wear what you want to wear, right? You, it's like you could jog in Central Park when it gets dark, but you know what's gonna happen if you jog in Central Park. So don't be an asshole. Don't let it happen. Well, it's my right. And it's also, they don't give a fuck about your rights. They're gonna smack you in the head with a fucking bottle and rape you. So understand the real world. That's the real world. Right, right, right. That's all. And it's about to get a lot realer. Common fucking sense. That's all it is. <clears throat> yeah, I'm with you on that. <laughs> Two times New York City police officers pulled up on me drinking, like, uh, you know, open container on the street. They let me off because yeah. I told them I'm a comedian. So, <laughs> <laughs> so <it's laughs> I'm, I'm good with those guys. Don't defund yeah. them. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's a different world, too. Cops back in the day were... Uh, were real. But some of them were, but some of them were like cool, and then some of them were like on the take, right? Yeah, so of course. Like of neighborhood course. guys who are. No, my my father was a cop from '62 to '82. How horrible is that? When New York City was the worst. Right, yeah. Right. Yeah. So. How do you, and how do you like? You're seeing horrible shit on the job. Also, you're seeing yeah. fucking people who have been raped, murdered. 
you know, he, he was, you know, he was gotta come home was, and you're fucking trying to deprogram, you know. He, he was one of the funniest motherfuckers. He's like a funny, but you know, listen, everyone said Jews are funny. One of the funniest guys ever, like, the most sickest humor in the world. And I'll be like, oh my God, did he just say that? But it, it made me laugh. You know, he's funny. He was like Archie Bunker. Totally. <laughs> totally. If, if he married a Puerto Rican. Oh, he really. Like, he, he's that's how you redo that show. No, <laughs> he, he, I remember one time he took me to a, the 83rd precinct in, in Brooklyn, where he was the first, the second 10 years. It was in Bushwood. They filled, they filled the movie for an Apache in the Bronx with, with, with uh, Paul Newman. In the, in, in, it looked like a castle. They filmed in that thing. So when I used to walk, I remember the first time. Uh, like two black cops saw me and my brother. They're like, "Oh shit!" They're like, "Yo, your kids are half half nigger." And then like, he goes, he's, "He goes, these are my little nigger Ricans." That's the same. I got nigger Ricans right here, and, and everyone was laughing. I was like, "Where's the nigger Rican?" You know, I'm looking at my, I'm the nigger Rican. You know, so, so I couldn't stop laughing. You know, he got that. What made me? What I loved about my dad? He was fucking crazy. You know? Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's funny, oh, man. No. So I, I had a question for you. Um, I heard that you guys, when you're on tour with Motorhead, you guys got thrown off the Motorhead tour. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. How Rock. the fuck do you get thrown off of a Motorhead yeah, tour? I'll, t- I'll tell the real story. <laughs> I told you. I told you. All right. So when, uh, rest in peace to my other, my, my roadie, my other singer, Boston Mike. He was from, uh, he was from Brockton, Massachusetts. So every time, down, baby. Uh, no, listen, Hagler, all you know what I mean? It's, it's, like, it's Brockton, Massachusetts. Uh, uh, fuck you know, oh boy, the Italian guy, what's his name? So it was two boxes, Marvin Hagler and fucking Rocky Marciano. They're both mm-hmm. from Brockton. So the kids in Brockton, I, uh, to me, I like Boston, suburb, whatever, you know what I mean? But Brockton, we used to go there, always shootouts. Every show we had was a fight. It was always, but we had a whole, uh, family in Brockton, right? So, uh, one of the guys is got out of jail. I'm not gonna say his name, but he's he's in jail again. So, but he he came on tour with us. So, Levy used to love fucking Jack Daniels in the thing in the back room and fucking you know, snipping um crystal map. That's what he did. You know what I mean? So yeah, exactly. all these fucking hot strippers, hot metalhead strippers, all mapped out and back. And we were young. We didn't give a fuck. Basically, one of the guys took. A bottle of Jack Daniels. Plus, also, I guess he had a wallet back there with two thousand dollars. I guess someone, someone took the two thousand dollars. But they guess no, whoever took it, it doesn't matter. It goes back to me and Scarhead. You mean? Right. Yeah. So Could have been one of the. We got the money. We we got. I bought him a, uh, a Jack Daniels. Uh, my father worked as security in a Thomas Industries, a liquor, liquor, biggest liquor distribution company on the East Coast. So I got this crazy Jack Daniels bottle, like five dollars gave it to him, plus he gave money back, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he was like, still, I got to throw you guys off. And then the, the drummer, Filthy Phil, which I loved, was saying something I told him, yo, calm down before I punch you in the face. And they say, and that was it, you know what I mean? But cool, but then, then right before, let me, like, uh, right before Lemmy, a few years before Lemmy died, I was uh, playing a big, big uh, festival in Europe, and it was a chain link fence. And he was walk- he was walking this way, I was walking this way, went to a fence. I was like, "Yo, remember me?" He goes, "What's up, Isaac?" I was like, "What's up? Like, Everything good?" He goes, "I'm sorry about that." And we shook hands through the fence. Oh, cool. cool. That's so cool. that's a cool story to tell. 
also, yeah. it's even crazier that the biggest biker and white trash band in the world kicked us off, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's funny. Shit. Yeah, it's a cool. badge of honor. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Cool. That's wicked, dude. Listen, um, man. Thank. I'm sure we can keep going, but this feels oh. like a good, a good. This has been a great episode, man. You know, yeah, I was feeling, I'm so happy. Like it's so cool. I can just talk and just like, hey, be free. Like, hey, what's up? Like, yeah, we, yeah, we loved it. And and I just just from your text messages, I was like, oh, this is gonna be a good one. This is gonna be fun because you were so <laughs> into it. <laughs> So crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. So listen, we really appreciate it. Uh, anything you want to push? I know you just released that video uh, for "Don't You Want Me, Baby." I know it's an old song, but you just pushed yeah. that video. Yeah, cool, that, 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 cool I, I video got, too, man. Really cool video. Thank you. I got I got a, a, a song, a video called uh, "Danny Diablo" featuring DJ Kaz, the Cyclone, okay. yeah. Cyclone, and, and my 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 wife's uh, in the video. Uh, Storm, her name is Storm. I also got a, a new street CD coming out on Force Five Records called uh, uh, street, Danny Dell Street CD Volume Number Three, The Triz. And also, Scarhead got a new record coming out. Uh, cool. uh, we're doing EP called Generators of Violence on Force Five Records. Cool. Awesome. We'll, we'll, we'll put links to all that stuff. All that shit. And, so. and I just finished a video from my metal band called Death Star Inferno. Cool. Oh yeah! All right, it's awesome. hard as fuck. Hard. How was that? How was that shoot on? Uh, yeah, this Sunday, right? Yeah, we just. Oh, it, 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 my, my pull my hip, my, my hip is hurting, and, I, my, my, <laughs> and my toe, my toe is purple. So funny, and you know, you're going real bad when you put the work boots on. <laughs> you know what? It's, it's so funny because like a whole, I got I got dyed my hair purple. I got cornrows. I, I was like, I did everything for us. I didn't party or drink or do anything for a whole week. I was like, I want to look fucking like a human. I just like, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah and yeah. I was like, I was like, oh my god. I was like, like it was it it, it 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 was so much. As you get older, it's so much more work. It's yeah. like, oh my god. Dude, all that energy I pissed away in my youth, and now I'm doubling down trying to make you know make make up for lost time. You know, burning the fucking candle, looking like it, it's, 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 you know it's, it's sad because like in comedy, like all right, just like in comedy, you go backstage after you all do hang out and you're touring, you know guys are partying, going crazy. You know these guys that go straight to a hotel, and the guys who go, hey, where the party's at? And yeah. In my life, it's like it's like you know it's like as you get older, I I never had my girlfriend. Anywhere, any girl with no girls allowed in the van, no girl is it's, it's the part of me. Now I travel with my lady, and like, I feel like a, like an old Jewish couple. You mean know, it's like, it's like <laughs> in Miami, Miami so you guys like, are going and, watch, and watching the crown. <laughs> Providence, Rhode Island. <laughs> <laughs> Providence, shout to Providence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome, Danny, man. Thank you so much for doing it. Thank this. you so really much, bro. Thank really. you so much. You guys are really, thank you so much. It means a lot, guys. Really, man. Thanks, bro. Thanks, guys. Later. Later. Bye. <laughs>